I hope you enjoyed the first part of the show. Now for the second half with Dr. Bryant Speaks. You know, without structure, you know, a lot of veterans will reoffend and will remain in the criminal justice system. And this is a very unfortunate thing. You know, the Veterans Treatment Court is able to ensure that they will try to help and meet all obligations. You have the court, you have the community, you have your mentors, they're all there to help. You know, to enable participants and their likelihood of successful rehab, we try to do this early. We want to do this continuous. And that intense judicial and supervised treatment is necessary. Now, veteran treatment courts, they also serve as one-stop shop, you can say. Now, what does that mean? Well, think about it. You link the veterans with the service benefits and you basically, you have the program for providers, you have veteran affairs, you have the veteran service organizations, you have the volunteer veteran mentors, you have everybody there who's addressing the issues and is there to assist. So unfortunately, your path to that point is going to go through a judicial process. But once that happens, everybody who is willing to support and help will be available. Now, I was able to find some information pertaining to my local county, and I want to share a few things that I think is pretty important. Now, I want to remind you, this is just the county that I live in that happens to have a veterans court, but each county may be slightly different and they may have different bylaws or a handbook that may be slightly off with other things in mind. But I would understand that most may have a corresponding literature that has the same level of goals, achievements, and the same purpose behind the words that are written. And if that's the case, I don't see how this could go wrong. So program rules in my particular county talks about attending all treatment sessions. They also talk about reporting to your probation officer as directed. So remember, you actually committed a crime. So doesn't mean that you're just going to release you on the street and you're on your own. There are somebody who has to keep accountability of you. There's the drug and alcohol testing, which is going to be required. So you're obviously going to have to maintain a lifestyle of free drugs and alcohol. That includes no possessions as well. Unfortunately, that also probably includes no possession of alcohol, which I know as a veteran, that could be a pretty challenging thing. I personally have a show that talks about wine and I love my wine, so I would hate to have that taken away. They have some common sense things such as being on time for all your court appearances. Obviously, you need to attend your counseling sessions and attend anything that relates to self-help. These are all required, but they have a timeline in my particular county that I find very interesting. So when you go through the process and accept this nature of the veterans court, they're saying is that you're going to go through this and it's going to take you 18 months throughout your probationary period. So let me break down a little bit about the treatment phases that apparently tallies up to 18 months. There's a window period. That's the first 30 days. Apparently, that's when they're actually doing all the evaluation and making sure you understand all the probationary rules. And if the rules are violated, you are subject to sanctions. 
On phase one, you have the initial stabilization. They said that takes approximately one month. That's when you're participating with all the assessments, you're participating in all forms of treatment, and it also includes all your testing related to drug and alcohol, weekly content, uh, contact excuse me, with probation officers, meeting with your, um, your defense attorney and attending your court appearances. And it also talks about mentor coordination as well as any other such uh, VSO support group that could be available to you. Phase two, establishing treatment and recovery plan. That takes about three months. That's when you're participating in the treatment plan, participating in the mental health treatment, you're frequently doing your testing, you're frequently meeting with your probation officer, meeting with your mentor, and it gives you time to find a sponsor. So, and they also ask, this is what I like personally, is identifying some personal goals. Phase three, ongoing treatment. This takes approximately six months. Now this is when you're kind of putting the wheels to the ground. You're still doing everything we just mentioned, which is basically participating in all of your various treatments. You're still doing all your testing, but now they've upped the ante a little bit because now they want to make sure that you're obtaining employment, doing volunteer work, and you're obtaining stable housing, specifically to those who were recently or in the past homeless. Phase four. This is the stabilization and reconnecting with the community. This takes approximately four months. Again, we check all the boxes about your drug test, meeting with probation officer, doing all your mental health, but now they've added some additional things that might be a little more challenging. And that's making sure that you are working. So there's a point of where you have to be working, no longer looking for that. So you have plenty of time and other activities may be required of you. Phase five is gonna be another four months and that's when you're establishing aftercare and graduation. I love this because when you're doing all your drug tests, you're finalizing your reports to your probation officer, you're attending recovery, you're attending your court hearings. Now they're talking about, guess what? Let's complete your community project and let's complete your aftercare plan. And that's to ensure that you have a prevention of any relapse. This is really important. So you work with your probation and your veteran mentor and possibly your lawyer. And then after that, you graduate. And this is good. This is where they recognize your achievement. You've come to a close of your 18 months. You've completed all phases. You've completed all terms and conditions. You've achieved stable living arrangements. And my understanding at that point is when you're probably released from whatever crime you have committed, charges are dismissed, and you're moving on with your life. Now, the incentives are obviously there in so many different forms. The sobriety, being able to uh, graduate, you have you actually now performing as a, uh, a person of the community. These things are all important. And I think that that's what we need to understand and take away. But I'm not at any point in time saying this is gonna be easy. And easy is truly a challenge when you're trying to consider what you're having to do realistically. So I wanna say that this is definitely something I find that's very important to all vets. And if you should ever find yourself in trouble, please take those under consideration. 
Meanwhile, if you are a vet who has some level of stability, but you're still out there looking, I want to talk about an organization and I'll do this on each of my shows where I actually recognize an organization that's doing well for our community of vets. And this time we're going to talk about an organization and a program called Savvy. Savvy is the strategic alliance for veteran integration. Yes, I read that right. Savvy. So SavvyVets.org, the Strategic Alliance for Veteran Integrations. So basically their mission is to ensure that we can get the VA benefits and provide custom transition solutions to veterans and the organizations that support them. Some of those programs that they support and assist with is education, transitioning into a higher education after years of service. So understanding that it may seem overwhelming, they wanna work with you by designing specific uh, to you as a person and try to help you from start to finish. What about employment? Continuing on your professional journey after military service can be an amazing opportunity. So they assist with that. I actually have a show we're gonna talk about employment, contracting, entrepreneurship, which segue into another program they assist with, chasing your dream of being independent. And then finally, they also have a program related to retirement. So they understand after serving your time in the military, it's time to look forward towards your military retirement. So Savvy provides these programs to help you track your financial, your emotional, physical, and mental progress after you separate. Again, their website is SavvyVets.org, but they're also on YouTube at SavvyVets, and they have a Facebook page as well. So feel free to stop by and look at that. And if you have any other questions, always reach out to me, but they're always available to assist those in need. Now, at this point, I like to end the show with a couple of questions that might be available and discuss what's going to be coming on our next show, which is going to talk about employment challenges. So if you have any questions, please hit my website. Feel free to drop in. Go to my, what is it, Twitter page. You can go to my Instagram page. You can go to my Facebook page. And you can always ask me questions that you might have burning in your head. Because again, I am your host, Dr. Bryant, and you are listening to drbryantspeaks.com. And please continue to listen to my podcast. Some of my upcoming topics are going to be related to social security, disability, military disability, GI Bill, employment challenges, working in technology, PTSD, anxiety, depression, VA versus community care. And one of the topics I just recently added is, let's talk about this taking a knee. What exactly does that mean and how it's impacting our community? And I have a series of guests that will be joining. So if there are no other topics at this time, I want you to be blessed and know that I am speaking to you. But more importantly, someone is always listening. And that someone is not just me. This is Dr. Aaron Bryant. I want to say thank you for listening. Hopefully that you will find yourself in a good nature and having a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please visit Dr. Bryant's website, 
drbryantspeaks.com. Also, visit his social media platforms, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, all titled drbryantspeaks.com. 